little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Hi, and welcome to Real Good Stuff. I'm Scott Clapson, and we are here today at the A Million Drops Learning Center with Megan Hatfield. How are you, Megan? Hey, Scott. I'm doing good. Thank you. It's Thanks for to, inviting me. Oh, it's great to have you here. So you are one of our newest volunteer teachers here at a million drops, right? Yes, I am. You're a very creative person. Thank you. Yeah. You recently came out with a book, yeah? Yes, Flybird yeah. Sing. You want to tell us about the book? Sure. It's about a girl that's pursuing music um, since she was a young girl, inspired by a lot of true events that happened in my own life. But then it also broadens out into like the imagination. So I use a lot of you know creativity in that sense of just making it broader so it can engage with other people as well. But basically it goes through her life and takes out key points, um, key um, experiences that help shape and guide her in her journey in pursuing music. Oh, wow. So it's kind of autobiographical in a little bit of a way. In a sense, yeah. It's... They, um, it's inspired, so there's a lot of truth in everything, but I do use fictional characters, however, you know, it's very, very close to the heart still. That's so awesome. I had no idea. I mean, I knew about the book, but I didn't know that it was loosely based on your own experiences. That's really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Uh, what called you to write it? Um. Okay, well, a year ago, I was challenged by a friend, a good friend who um, is also a writer. Her, her name is Shalita Burke. And um, she basically challenged me to write a book in 30 days. And I said, okay, let me write a book in 30 days. <laughs> and, you know, because I like, one thing I like, you know, about certain people that come in my life, like she's a good friend and she um, really challenged me in, in all aspects of my mm-hmm. life. So I knew that whenever she challenged me with something, it would help shape and make me a better person. So I accepted the challenge. I ultimately did not complete the challenge as expected in 30 days. It took a year for mm-hmm. me to write that book. But then I realized that, okay, let me really, really dive deep into this. Like, I'm really enjoying this. And I'm a writer, so I made it poetic. Mm-hmm. So it just really became something that I wasn't going to just, like, rush or hurry because I wanted to give my best. Mm-hmm. So it took longer than 30 days. But it, start, it started off as a challenge, but it ended up being something I'm really proud about, you know? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And it's available online, yeah? Yes, it's on Amazon right now. If you want to get the paperback, you can get it online for five thirty eight. And support me um, by purchasing the one that says Amazon next to it. Um, you have, you know, other um, sellers um, that are also selling the book on Amazon. However, if you want to support me as the author, purchase the one that says Amazon Exit, uh, Amazon Prime, and it's for $5.38 for paperback. But if you want to get the Kindle version or just your phone version or computer version, um, it's for $1.25. Oh, cool. Awesome. So you're obviously a really creative person, yeah? Yes. Creativity plays a big part in your life. Yes. And um, the way we met... <laughs> Right was kind of around that right yeah. was around your creativity. You it were really getting yeah. you were getting a cup of coffee <laughs> where yeah. I was working at the time, and we started talking about the laundry program here with a million drops. And yeah. you were happened to be doing your laundry there exactly, and um, it's led you into this whole relationship with a million drops, it. which is so cool, I love right? It. I think that's like the best part about it because it's just like I wasn't expecting this. Like right. I was just doing my laundry one day. I just <laughs> came up 
did my laundry next thing i know i'm over here at a million jobs just like making friends with all kinds of people it's so like you never know <laughs> you never know what happens that's a joke that my friends have that they weren't like doing anything and weren't volunteering anywhere and then they had a conversation with me and they were like i met scotty and then all this stuff changed and yeah. now i'm involved in all these things <laughs> so uh, you're welcome yeah thank you thank you yes it's just awesome though because just the other day we were in here and you were, you lead a poetry group here, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, it's one of my favorite nights. I come every Friday night and I come in and lead the poetry workshop. And surprisingly, a lot of the people who attend A Million Drops love the poetry workshop. They'll mm -hmm. do it with me each time. I always have at least a, a full table of, you know, just people wanting to partake in it. And... Right now, we've just been working on blackout poetry. And one of the girls that was leading the workshop before me, you know, she brought this form of art to us. And I, I'm just continuing it. And it's fun. So basically, with blackout poetry, you, you rip out a page from a book, any mm -hmm. book, it doesn't matter. And you pick out your favorite words that you can make into your own poem, haiku, or any type of written work. And then you black out everything else with a Sharpie marker. So we've been doing that lately and that was really fun. And you know, it sounds easy, but it's actually pretty challenging. Mm -hmm. It really gets your mind thinking because like you only can use the words that are provided from the author of that book. Right. But you end up taking his or her words and making them your own. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So we have like a wall that's starting to fill up with all of our blackout poems and everything. So yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah. I yeah. love it. Yeah, we it have so much fun. Then we read them after, and everyone's like, they get in it, they're getting into it. They read the poems, and we'll laugh at some of them because you know they're funny. Some mm -hmm. of them are funny. Some of them are more serious, and then we'll just like you know snap because it's like it was deep. Yeah. So, but it's a lot of fun. We have fun. Yeah, it's really great to see the creativity that happens. Yeah, mm -hmm. and especially when you know someone like you who has. <laughs> has the privilege of housing, right? Mm -hmm. But you're creative and you're really passionate, right? That's how we connected yeah. that night when you were doing your laundry and we connected around this idea of helping people around us, right? Yeah. And one of the skills that you have is creativity, right? This creativity that just kind of exudes from you, right? Yeah. And so you brought it to this space and you're getting these other folks excited about something they maybe I'd never done blackout poetry before. Yeah. And it's now something that I really enjoy in my poetry yeah, hanging up on the fun. wall <laughs> it's so much fun but i have to admit it wasn't my idea so it was it was wendy's i don't think it was her idea either <laughs> I, I think well she came up with the idea but i think it's a concept i've seen before the, online yeah it's yeah. been around yeah it's okay. been around yeah we're just but it's fun we're taking it and we're, we're just reinventing the, the exactly. written word so to speak <laughs> <laughs> so you also do some stuff with like um other mediums besides writing yeah do you want to tell oh, us yeah. about that um well singing and music is my first love okay so that's something that i'm very very passionate about i want to sing i want to songwrite that's when i feel like i'm me the most i don't know it's like something i have to get out i have to do it otherwise i get stressed out mm -hmm. it's like a relief for me so i have to like i have to sing a song or write one in order to feel okay to be myself basically mm -hmm. so it's a big part of me it's my number one um, goal, but I definitely um, am passionate about other things because I'm a creative person. But I like, well, I like to express myself creatively in other ways, but I would say music is like mm -hmm. home for me. These podcasts and a big theme of my community organizing work yeah. is those folks that we, we oftentimes, <laughs> sometimes unintentionally 
ignore, right? Because yeah. it's 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 complex. It's hard. It's as I keep hearing from folks, there's so many people outside. There's so many people sleeping outside. Mm-hmm. But when you start to think about like, this is someone's mom. This is someone's dad. This is someone's brother. This is someone's sister. This is someone's wife, someone's husband. Someone cares about this person. Mm-hmm. Someone somewhere is wondering where this person's at, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that for me is the big thing is there's somebody that loves this person that I see outside like I am loved, right? Exactly, yeah. And that's for me that what shifts it so much is like identifying with that. Like someone else is loved like I am loved that's sleeping outside. I don't know if that's making any sense. No, right it makes now a to lot you, of but sense. Yeah, these are these are people with like people who care about them. These are <laughs> these are people's family members, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. These are like people who have connections with other folks. And the more that I learn that and the more that I will walk by folks and I'm, I keep thinking about this lady that was sleeping here near a million drops, um, about a block away or whatever, and I would see her and I would start to talk to her when I would see the cops out there, see the sanitation patrol out there cleaning up her stuff and different things like that. And I would talk to them about the way that they were treating her and the way they were standing around with their badges and things and how intimidating that must be for someone that's struggling with mental illness, right? Mm -hmm. When you've got eight cops standing around in a big garbage truck and, you know, this is this lady's stuff. And, you know, whether or not we see her as having value, she's still a person, right? Right. Um, but that was the day that I started building a relationship with her and just went up to her and said, hey, I'm sorry about what's happening with your stuff. And as time has gone on, I see the way that she's kind of warmed up. She's still really distant, but more and more when she sees me, she's at least willing to acknowledge me back and say hello back yeah. and, and see me back, right? Because exactly. she's so used to people just maybe looking past her. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's such power in that, you know, just a hello, just a smile. Right. Because sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah, exactly. And that's probably part of the disconnect is like that a lot of the homeless probably, you know, feel Mm -hmm. they look disconnected because they probably are feeling, feeling more pushed away Mm -hmm. or unseen. And the moment that you connect with someone that's homeless, they're like, Oh wait, you know, and that awakens something. So Mm -hmm. like you connecting with her, you know, really just like helped her, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, out of the, all the stuff that she's probably was going through. Mm -hmm. So that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, big thing in the work uh, that I talk with uh, fellow activists and folks that I know is uh, the dignity and calling forth their personhood, right? And reminding them, like, it's a big part of what a million drops means to me mm-hmm. is just, you know, doing these podcasts and the other things that I've gotten to engage with here that have reminded me of who Scotty is. Yeah, right? I'm so happy for you, first of all. I was just like, the right? fact that you were doing this, I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Huh, right? Because <laughs> well, we talked about this, right? Back mm-hmm. at the laundromat, right? And yeah. I told you about my organizing work. And yeah. at that point, I was working at the laundromat and mm-hmm. I didn't really have time to do this stuff. And it's great to be doing these things again, thanks to yeah. a million drops, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I know that's that's what I love about a million jobs because it's like when I come here it doesn't even feel like a homeless organization at all it feel, first of all it feels family oriented mm-hmm. so and then second of all when I come here I don't even think like these people are homeless I forget mm-hmm. because it's just like we're not focused on that right. we provide needs here you know like a million jobs always like feeding people here mm-hmm. and always like you know doing things but at the end of the day, with all this like creativity that they are trying to like engage each person with, mm-hmm. you almost forget that okay, oh these these are like these people are like don't have homes after mm-hmm. when the day's over. Yeah, but it's just like so great to you know mm-hmm. to feel that 
to fill that in here with, with the million drops because mm-hmm. it's just like we're having fun. Like we're actually having a lot of fun with each other. Yeah, it's not a it's not a space of like. And not that we can't have bad days because we all have bad days, right? right? Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think that ha- happens to anybody that has housing or doesn't have housing or whatever. Exactly. Um, but just the aspect of people can come into this space and not have to feel that like downtrodden. Like Micah, the director, is really purposeful on not focusing with people on like, well, what'd you do to get here? You know, what, how did you end up in this situation? Yay. It's more like, what do you love to do? What do you, do you love books? Do you love acting? Do you mm-hmm. love poetry? Do you love gardening? Do you love um, stretching and yoga? Do you need to get on the computer and work on your resume or, right. you know, connect through email or whatever you need to do? There's so much yes. brilliance that happens in this space. And that to me, that lowering those barriers of that, so many people want to feel sorry for us people that are experiencing homelessness. They want to go, oh, poor you. And my big thing is, don't feel sorry for them. And I start to encourage right. the person to talk, no, talk about all the cool things that you're involved with so they don't feel sorry for you. Right. You know, So there's not this pity aspect because I think that's where we get, where it breaks down is we start to feel pity for folks. Right. And we stop thinking about them as people and mm. rather as like, well, this person's going to sleep outside. Well, there's lots of people without the privilege of housing that have gone on to lead brilliant lives. There's lots of actors and authors and really creative people that yes. have been homeless and you, experienced homeless in their past. You'd be shocked how many people have had that story. Yeah. Like, I, honestly, it almost seems like you almost have to have that story in order to, you know, get there. So Tiffany I mean, Haddish. Like, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish. I, I think, like, Elon Musk might have said something about that in an interview. And then, like, Kalani. Mm-hmm. She experienced that like a lot. She's a singer. I don't know if you know. Yeah. She, yeah. So she like she experienced that. Um, Halle Berry. She did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Right? See, I didn't yeah, know there's that. A lot of there's people. a lot of stories. Like, Jewel, the singer and, Jewel. Oh, for real? Okay. She slept in her car for a while. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You can't really judge. Yeah. Hillary Swank. I just I'm I going through a big. I, got, I, know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a big inspiring thing to me. Right. Yeah. Because these people have gone on to do really big like, I mean, we're talking about Oscar winners, right? Mm. We're talking about, like, well-known singer. We're talking about really well-known folks that have achieved material success, creative, huge success, Yeah. who were at one point low-income and didn't have anything. Exactly. Right? Because deal. you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Why not from the ground? It works. Yeah. You know? So... And even if you start from up and then you go to the ground and then you go back up. Yeah, because they say you're yeah. you're one paycheck away. Fires can happen. Right. Tsunamis, like anything can happen. Health situations. So it's just like we're just that close. Everyone's yeah. that close. So what does creativity do for you? Like how does it change your life? How does it transform you as a person, Megan? Um great question. Kind of tricky, but great question. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, creativity. Um, well, it lets me be me unapologetically mm-hmm. because it's coming from a real place. Creativity is not judging me. It's allowing me to just do do it the way I want to do it. It allows me to do it in my own with my own unique stamp, my own or fingerprint, footprint, however, however you want to say it, but it just allows me to just go for my dreams the way I want to do it. And so that's what it means to me. So that's why I love creativity because it's just like, I can just be me. Mm -hmm. I am what I am. Absolutely. And as far as a million drops goes, what kinds of things would you like to start like maybe bringing into the space and teaching people about? Well, I, I feel like, you know, right now I'm already like, you know, working with people with, you know, just with writing If anything, I love just like getting to know people. Mm -hmm. So it's not even like I'm trying to like, force anything to happen like i even like the fact that sometimes we just 
take up time just playing Pictionary. Mm-hmm. Like we'll just do that, and it's yeah. like it's fun. I just I definitely want to be here. Um, I know I want to be here when I say I'm going to be here, and I, I want to definitely fulfill the times of like the acting workshops mm-hmm. because you know just being somewhere with someone is is enough really. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can just you just use being here and building a relationship with people as a way to kind of like you know make an impact in their lives so beautifully said thank you absolutely that to me that's the again the biggest part of it you know is that relationship building it's everybody needs that whether you've got housing or not right yeah we all are we're here for connection what's next for megan what do you what's your creativity oh what's your creativity gosh. goals <laughs> i know you're working on a comic book yeah yes <laughs> i just now released the characters that i'm working for my first issue okay um I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. Um, So, you know, I just want to do that. That's just another aspect of it. I'm going to release what kind of abilities they have eventually. But right now, I just release, you know, to the general public, just like what's going on? What's Mm -hmm. going on behind the scenes? You know, I've been working on I'm having fun. Yeah. That's good. I really appreciate you, Megan. I appreciate you. you volunteering. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you volunteering here to Million Drops. Uh, I still think about that night we connected over the coffee because that yeah, was that, that was cool. It was fun, and it's it's one of my favorite things to do is <laughs> those conversations that we have with folks that we're not expecting, right? Yeah. That kind of start out of nowhere, and then just the ways we connected around this, and just what you called forth in me that night of there's a lot of folks that maybe aren't like working on this concern or whatever of people that don't have housing full time, but right. You have a, a full time job. You have your own interests and things, but you still make time on a level to be present with folks and build relationship with them. And that's just so special and amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So check out Megan Hatfield's book. Yeah. Fly bird sing, right? Yes. Available on Amazon and be sure if you're going to buy it, Buy the one that says Amazon next to it so you (laughs) support Megan Hatfield. If it doesn't say Amazon Prime next to it, don't get it. (laughs) Don't get it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, We really appreciate you, Megan. Thanks for listening to Real Good Stuff. I'm Scott Clapson. Special thank you to A Million Drops Learning Center for the great recording space. And thank you to Sure Microphones for the impeccable sound quality. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Bye. This little light of mine.